Right. How's it going, everybody? Um, this is episode one of the Full On Podcast. I'm your host, Brian. And what I do is I run a page called Full On Reviews on Instagram. So make sure to go follow that page. Um, I really started this podcast to just dive into heavy music, all things heavy music. And that's exactly what this first episode is going to be. Um, my guest today is the one-man death metal project, Boiled in Bleach. So what's going on, man? Uh, Nothing much. I'm just sitting in a 2004 Yukon right now. It's cold as fuck. <laughs> and uh, I'm here, so this is I'm, I'm living at large. What's your name, man? Uh, you can just call me Nathaniel Nathan- or Nathan, okay. retard, whatever you want. <laughs> and I'm gonna make one thing clear so there's no censorship on this podcast, man. You can say whatever the fuck you want, okay? Ooh. Ooh. I'm not about that, that <laughs> shit. So, but, all right, and you're from uh, San Antonio, is that correct? Yes, sir. From San Antonio. Land of San Antonio. I'm actually uh, I'm from Austin. Ooh, so nice. But uh, um, I don't Austin. live there anymore. So, uh huh. I've been uh living in Utah for a little over a year now. I made a move out here, but yeah, man, I'm from Texas, so I know what it's like. And what's the weather like right there now? Oh shit! Well, right now it's uh we're having cold nights. Or sometimes uh, cold days all the way through. And it, I personally love it. I am a sucker for freezing temperature and cold and wet temperature, stuff like that. That's always um, the best, bro, because it's, you know, it's pretty much a fucking, you know, hell there all year round. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty nice. I love it. Yeah, man. Here in I Utah, can't... we actually uh, we had a snowstorm last night and. It's literally just covered right now, so. Oh, shit. That sounds awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. But, um. Guess that. Yeah. yeah, man, I actually, um, I wanted to get into it because, you know, I'm just going to throw it out there for all the listeners. Um, this guy's music fucking slaps. Thank you. For me personally, I mean, you know, if you're a fan of absolutely disgusting, you know, just wretched, fast, heavy death metal. A little bit of grindcore thrown in there, in my opinion. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. then this guy's music is for you. Um, So, Nathan, how long have you, uh, you know, how long has Boiled and Bleach been a thing? You know, when did it first start? What influenced you to start it? And just... You know, what made you want to write some absolutely putrid death metal? Well, uh, it started back in like 2019. Yeah, I think it was like late. Yeah, it started in late 2019. It should should have been around for about like a year now. Um, When I started the project, I kind of just I wanted an outlet. Uh, You know, I had a lot of pent up anger and you know, just negative thoughts in general. Uh, so I wanted to use it as an outlet. And the idea I went with it, at least for the first two demos, were, uh, well, it's kind of an idea I still go with now. But um, for the demos in general, it was kind of just like, 
do whatever, just do what was extreme in my mind, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I used to have problems, especially whenever I was depressed with intrusive thoughts, um, which do you know what intrusive thoughts are? Um, I mean, I kind of have a general idea, but not so much. I haven't really to make just for context. I haven't really been through, you know, severe depression or I haven't really had yeah. too many mental issues and I'm not too familiar with that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> uh, well, um, yeah, intrusive thoughts are essentially just uh, in a nutshell. They're just negative thoughts, um, you know things you would never do but they're things you think about you know just really really terrible shit you know like murder or so on and so forth okay so um yeah when i was depressed i'd think about all these different ways i could like harm myself and so on and so forth and uh, i always had this general idea in my head of uh just anger and lots of screaming you know it was a terrible time for me yeah no it's okay man we all go through it so yeah in the demos as a matter of fact i essentially tried my best to put what was what i was thinking about uh onto the demos and then just you know just make it cool so i i went at it with an attitude of i don't give a fuck i don't care and uh, just just throw it out there. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I mean, you know, it. I don't know if – I don't really know how, you know, all those times in your life went. But for me personally, you know, before we did this podcast and we've been talking for about a week before I had you on today. And I went ahead and mm. listened to each of the demos twice. And, you know, in my opinion at least – We'll have to see what your other listeners think. They get angrier and angrier and angrier as as the newer ones come out, you know? Yeah. Is that fair to say? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, oh, man. Those demos, I had a hard time with those. Like, uh, the third one, the most recent one that I put out, I was fucking, like, ragging on myself nonstop about it. Uh, one of the worst things about the third demo, in my opinion, is that I limited myself and I didn't go balls to the wall. Uh, you know, I didn't go all the way really? with it, which that it's yeah. Um, yeah, I deliberately limited myself to playing only power chords, like only power chords and chords. That's funny that you say that, man, because uh, in my opinion, the third demo is kind of the best musicianship out of the three and uh-huh. It's the heaviest, and you know, by far, it's yeah. just the song structure on all three songs on the third demo is just it sounds more complete than the first two. <laughs> uh, yeah, with the third demo, the attitude I went at it, uh, or at least the idea I had in general was to be more professional. I wanted to really try to create something groundbreaking, uh, at least in my mind. Uh, so I really put a lot of effort into it, but I never ended up finishing it. I just got mad at myself and I fucking ragged on myself. And I was like, oh, you're not good enough. Uh, you're fucking stupid. You know, so on and so forth. Kind of like snowball effect of negativity, of constant negativity. Okay. Um, and yeah, eventually I just said, fuck it and put it up. So, you know, that's why uh, it's called The Static Speaks My Name, because that was supposed to be my full length. Okay. 
Um, but then, yeah, I just ended up slapping it out as a demo. Well, you know what? Honestly, man, as much as I would love a full length, I'm kind of glad you did because, you know, I don't know about you, but sometimes just with music in general, but, you know, especially like heavier, more grindy stuff with death metal, I kind of like it when a band releases maybe like a short EP or like a three song, you know, demo mix to give you just a taste of what's coming up. And yeah, you know, that, you know, the static speaks my name demo three that, Oh my God, man, you know, I'm serious. I'm not just trying to kind of give you a bunch of love here because you're on my podcast, but I've been listening to that demo all week. Oh, you know, you. and like, especially even though it's kind of short, I mean, what does it run around 10 minutes, 12 minutes, something like that? Uh, yeah, it should be about 12 minutes. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I put it on to start my workouts at the gym and it, uh, just, it gets you. me moving in the warm up, and I'm, I'm ready to dominate there. But, um, you know, speaking <laughs> about how that third demo was the best musically, you know, what goes into the writing process in general with all three of these demos, your music. And my biggest question is, are you just the sole member and do you play every single instrument? Uh, well, the answer to your question is, uh, yes, I do everything. Oh my. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just me. Um, I do have a live band that I perform with, but I'm really trying to get everything down uh, with them. You know, make sure everything's right because if it's not right, then I'm not gonna fucking bring it in a live. Well, show. what's that band called so that we could plug it real quick for all the listeners? Oh, I'm talking about Boiled and Bleach. Oh, oh, real? Oh my god! Yeah, that's awesome, man. You know, if I could just chime in real quick, I would. Geez, I would love to see Boiled and Bleach at an actual live yeah. show with a full lineup. That would be bananas. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um. Yeah, I'm doing a bunch of lineup changes. Uh, Boiled and Bleach has performed live once before, which is pretty cool. It was a fun show. I enjoyed it. Uh, it was me and then just one other dude. Uh, his name was Henry. He was a drummer. Okay. Uh, that show turned out all right. We only had <laughs> we only had three days to rehearse. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Henry. He's not the brightest dude, but I love him to death. Uh, so he had a bit of trouble with the material. But at the end of the day, it turned out pretty good. Well, but after that uh, after that first show, that's when I like realized I have to fucking do this right. Uh, otherwise, it's not going to happen. Uh, live, live shows, at least. You know, either I'm going to do it right with a proper lineup who know what they're doing or it's not going to happen. And when it comes to music, I am a very, very dedicated individual. Um, yeah, I'm willing to like drive hours out of the way to rehearse and shit. That's awesome. Uh, which I already do for another band. I can really that hear that in the music too, man. Like I could, you know, that's why I asked if you were the sole member of boiled and bleach, because you know, there's, Sounds like there was a lot of time put into just those three demos. And mm -hmm. it's, you know, I was really thinking to myself, I was like, 
man, you know, like I'm, I message you on Instagram and it seems like I'm talking to just one guy, but I'm like, maybe it's just one guy that runs the band's account. And I'm like, if I'm uh-huh. like, I'm thinking to myself, man, if this dude is the only guy playing the guitar, the drums, the vocals, the bass, everything, I'm like, that is fucking insane. Because seriously, man, like your sound <laughs> is up there with like, and that's why I really wanted to have you on as a guest. I mean, I know this is episode one and I don't have any listeners yet. I hope to get a couple, but it, do you know the band Pissgrave? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love those You guys. are up there with Pissgrave in the amount of intensity oh, in those demos, man. Oh, thank you. Um, Pissgrave was definitely one of my influences uh, for this project. Yeah, so that means a lot. Yeah, seriously, man. I mean, it's just... It's crazy. And, you know, Pissgrave is really known for having, you know, you can't understand what the fuck those guys are saying anyways. And same with your music. And I think that's kind of what you're going for. So yeah. I'm allowed to say it. But, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, what's the lyrical content? I mean, you say you went through some hard shit in life and, you know, depression and all that. So what what goes in the, into the lyrics, man? Well, in regards to the lyrics, uh yeah, it's generally just a lot of negative thoughts that I, you know, kept kept to myself. But all my life, I've also been surrounded by, like, death and mental illness. Um, and I think that's definitely helped me become the person I am now. Uh, <laughs> so I essentially use Boiled and Bleach as a conduit for that. Um, you know, like, the static speaks my name. Specifically, uh that demo deals with schizophrenia and i know i don't want to sound like a nerd or a retard when i say that because i'm not trying to come off as a like uh i'm not trying to present an idea of stereotypical schizophrenia of like crazy people you know that but uh i've known people who have had schizophrenia and i know what their schizophrenic episodes are like and i actually recently had a friend kill themselves because of their schizophrenia. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, man. (laughs) Ah, yeah. So, yeah. So that, that's generally the lyrical themes. Uh, Just like murder, uh, schizophrenia, you know, mental illness, I should say. And, uh, yeah, that's what that deals with. You know, the first song, uh, the first demo that one revolved more specifically around murder. Okay. Because um, you have like drowned in screams and so, uh, and then, fuck, I don't remember the track after that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember my own song. It's, it's been a little bit, <laughs> but uh, it's okay. Yeah. So, yeah. And then from the second demo, on the second demo, we had Eaten Alive by Rats and To the Grinder. Yeah, and that one also revolved around murder. But the third demo was around schizophrenia. So, yeah. Uh, That's awesome, man. And, you know, there's so many conversations now in 2020 about kind of putting an emphasis on mental health and helping people get through it. And I'm Mm -hmm. glad there's stuff like that today because it's very unfortunate what happens to a lot of people. And, you know, one thing I've been thinking is, you know, why can't we do that through metal? I've always thought that metal and heavy music you know so many people kind of saw it in a negative limelight for so long like 
oh, this is some fucked up shit that this band is writing about. But, you know, what I feel a lot of yeah, what a lot exactly. of people don't understand is kind of, you know, that fucked up shit might be like you. It's something that those band members went through. And, you know, writing about this fucked up mm-hmm. shit, even if you make it sound brutal and gross or whatever, is kind of a way to get it off your chest and maybe helps them out in some ways. Oh, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, I'm real happy that now, uh, you know, mental illness and all these problems in general uh, are starting to be presented uh, through various communities more often now. And it makes me really happy because uh, these things are major problems. You know, my father uh, had dealt with mental illness. My brother, there's me, <laughs> you know like the shit fucking sucks and i really wish people would be more aware of it you know like one in four people in america has an undiagnosed mental illness so it's very important to uh be aware of these things you know i feel like i the only thing i've really gone through in my life was just some super super extreme anxiety i mean i was at the point, I'm not going to discuss what it was about exactly, but, you know, I, I just was so anxious all the time about this one thing that was going on in my life, man. And I would go for runs to kind of clear my head, like even without music, I would just go on a run and just hope I could calm down. And, you know, it, I feel everybody has anxiety. I had it at a pretty bad level at yeah. that time in my life, but, you know, it's still nothing to joke about or nothing to you know down somebody on because anxiety could get to such extreme levels just as any other mental illness and you need to be on top of it yourself and others around you need to you know even if you don't tell them what's going on they i feel like they should try and reach out so yes oh hell yeah um yeah (laughs) yeah it's very important for uh, people to be there and to support you. Exactly, man. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise that you can get the snowball effect uh, in the negative negativity uh, in regards to negativity. Um, yeah, depression is like that a lot as well. Uh, I'd say most people know this. You know, if you're surrounded by negativity, it just gets it gets worse and worse. You know, you shouldn't expect to find light uh, in darkness in pitch dark, uh, pure black darkness. So. You know, you gotta, it's good to get support. That's deep, man. And, you know, people help you. So, if you don't mind, uh, how long have you been suffering with it, man? Uh, well, let's see. Depression, like, it's not something I'm necessarily dealing with as of now, but for me, it comes in waves. Um, you know, like the boiled and bleach material, specifically the first two demos. Oh my gosh! Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, that those are terrible times for me. Um, and then the third demo, I I started to feel better, uh, and I was just really pissed yeah. off and shit. You know, so it, it really just comes in waves. You know, it's kind of something I've dealt with a majority of my life. But yeah, it mainly just sorry. Com- me in waves. Complete subject twist here, but do you listen to the Acacia Strain? Uh, yeah, have you listened are. to the album? It comes in waves. Okay, good. No. <laughs> I was just sorry, sorry. It's just, I mean, 
total they took a total 180 on that record it's kind of crazy uh-huh. but you were just That's making funny. me think about that yeah. but sorry sorry i mean to just total. Oh. <laughs> oh no i don't care at all okay but it's fun yeah i mean it's it's good to hear that you've kind of come out of it now i mean nobody wants to be stuck in that rut i mean and if it comes in waves you know yeah. i hope that your next wave doesn't last too long yeah oh no i know what you mean uh, yeah, I'd say one of the positive things to come out of my depression is all the fucking music <laughs> I made, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, yeah, Boiled and Bleach and music in general acts as a conduit for me to, you know, run all of my negative well, energy listen, through. If you're, uh, I've been doing that ever since I left. If you're feeling better about yourself right now, you need to let me know when you're going to start writing new boiled and bleached material so I can make you feel like shit about yourself so that it's actually good. Like this fucking exactly. rag on you me. You need to let me know. You need to be like, Brian, listen, man. I have this idea for boiled and bleached stuff, but I'm feeling kind of happy right now, and I'll be like, I got you, bro, and I'll just treat you like shit for a week. <laughs> and then you just fucking get me. Yeah, it's like, it's like fucking Eminem. <laughs> You know, like he used to make good rap, but now he's got nothing much to rap about. <laughs> you know, but when he was fucking having a terrible life, he was fucking on it. Do you, uh, do you like hip hop? <laughs> yeah, I do. Really? I'm, I've never been a fan, man. It's always been so hard for me to get into it. Uh, I know, I know exactly what you mean, dude. Um, a lot of mainstream hip hop and rap, frankly sucks like it is yeah, fucking garbage yeah. <laughs> uh but i'm a sucker for good music you know i listen to whatever of the course. fuck i like uh and i like to hunt down like obscure genres and fucking <laughs> artists like the other day i own i learned about a death, death step, step which is like a yeah it's like dubstep and death metal and black metal all like combined and it fucking it was pretty I'm good. I'm going to sound I like such it. a fucking boomer, but that sounds like it absolutely sucks. I mean, hey, it's whatever. You know, if you don't like it, no, no, it's no. whatever. If you don't like dubstep, you probably won't like <laughs> Just, it. I don't know what it is, man, but like <laughs> hip hop and electronic music have been so hard for me to like get a liking for. But I'm like, you know, and the listeners will find out about this. I feel like more and more each episode and i don't hide it but i'm like one of the biggest country music fans in the world i fucking and i don't and I, I think you're probably the same i don't mean that fucking bullshit country that's come out the past 15 years yes okay yes. i'm talking about real mean. country music uh, and you know there there's still plenty of new artists that make that oh, old yeah. sound but like yeah yeah like uh, I fucking love Keith Whitley. I've never heard of him. He's one of my favorite. Country. All right. Uh, what about Gary? Yeah, Stewart? I've heard of Gary Stewart. I haven't really dove into his music yeah. that much, but Keith Whitley. Tell me about him, man. Uh, he. I'm trying to remember. He was around. Excuse me. He was around in like the eighties, nineties, around that okay. time, and he's just a fucking fantastic country artist. Before my dad died, he had shown me Keith Whitley, and uh, yeah, I remember 
his song, uh, I'm No Stranger to the Rain. I'm I fucking a- love that song. That was the song my dad showed me. I said, I'm going to look that up after this for sure. You totally should. Keith Whitley is fucking fantastic. Gary you know, Stewart's great. Uh, I like Eddie okay. Rabbit. Uh, you can't go oh, wrong with George Strait. Amen, Strait. brother. Amen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you like uh, Do you like so, Alan Jackson? Uh, yeah, I do. Was uh Was your dad really into so, country music, and that kind of got you into it? My dad. Uh, he was. He was so he grew up and played like back in fucking 80s and 90s uh he was really into like rock like yeah. a classic rock you know like the eagles uh you know all that cool shit and when i was growing up i grew up around that music you know like the eagles blue oyster cult and i also used to listen to the local rock station out in the san san out in san antonio 99.5 uh <laughs> and yeah i grew up listening to all sorts of music really uh but yeah uh my father really liked like a lot of classic rock and country and he used to perform that's awesome shows if, you don't, if you don't mind me asking like, how old are you man oh my i'm 19 jeez you're younger than i thought you're younger than me jeez i'm i'm <laughs> 22 man i just turned yeah. 22 last month so that's crazy, oh, shit. man. I didn't. Oh, I actually congrats. thought you were gonna be older than me because you were like talking about. And obviously, I mean, I've been working a full time job too since I was your age as well. But yeah. I mean, you're like, I'm working out of town this week. I'm like, motherfuckers, dude, drive a truck or something? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nah. Um, I've I've been thinking about getting a CDL license because I like being to myself, yeah. listening to music. And you know, just doing my own thing. So it's definitely a thought, but I'm I'm enjoying my current. That's job. awesome, man. Back so, to back to what we were just yeah. talking about. What uh, what first got you into metal? I mean, like at the, and let me let me specify here at like the lower levels. You know, I guess like the first introductory kind of mm-hmm. shit. What was the first thing you heard that got you into it? And then what kind of propelled you into the more extreme stuff? All right, so I'd say probably about the first instance of metal. So I grew up from a very, very young age uh, playing Doom 2 uh, on my grandpa's computer. And my cousin, he had music burned or music on my grandpa's computer that he also burned onto a CD. So the furthest back I can remember is a band called Lord. I've heard of them. Uh, yeah, you know, they got songs like, uh, the devil is a loser. <laughs> uh, and they got a whole bunch of others. So that was that Lordy, Metallica, Slipknot, Fuck System yes, of a man. Down. Those were, those so I was never of. really a System of and, a Down uh, guy, but Metallica and Slipknot played <laughs> the biggest role in my life. Oh, dude. Oh, me too. Uh, me too, actually. Like, I'd say it was mainly uh, Metallica. Favorite Slipknot, Slipknot album, Morty. go. 
A system of system. Ooh, ooh, yeah, you can't just, just throw did, that on you me. Um, I like their uh, yeah, self-titled album. That's the only correct a answer. A lot. <laughs> oh, all right, sweet. <laughs> so yeah, if you I said Iowa, love that album. I wouldn't shit on you as hard as I would if you said something else, but. <laughs> um so yeah I, I grew up listening to a lot of that uh yeah I, i'd say ooh, man you're like bringing a bunch <laughs> of memories back to me uh gosh all right you, you know what? i'll leave it there yeah and then those are the, the second question what <laughs> what kind of propelled you into the more extreme stuff that kind of influenced Boiled and Bleach. Because for me, you know, I kind of, I don't know if it's the same path for you, but after Metallica, Slipknot, Mm. Slayer, System, you know, the introductory kind of shit, I started to, you know, everybody I think of our generation kind of went through the scene phase a little bit. But, you know, after my scene phase, which lasted maybe two years, I mean, I, I moved out quick, man. I moved into a new place real fast. But yeah. <laughs> I'd say my sophomore year of high school, dude, I got really into like, um, like brutal death and slam. And then from there, I kind of discovered black mm. metal and grindcore and everything else in the book. You know. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right, so. Uh... Oh man. So it wasn't about till I was in middle school. So around like seventh to eighth grade when I got interested into more, into more like scene, yeah. more scene bands. Uh, it was my chemical romance, you know, green day. Oh, oh <laughs> it's okay, it makes, man. Like I said, print. we all went uh, through it. And if somebody says they didn't, they're a fucking liar. Cause they yeah. did. <laughs> so yeah and then as my my taste growing up went fucking everywhere you know i'd go from like rap like i used to listen to insane clown posse <laughs> <laughs> like like a whole a whole conglomerate of other shit uh but then i'd go back to like country and then you yeah. know back to like slipknot yeah. just back and forth back and forth you know, i just liked what i like but then it was in my sophomore year was when I got into uh, death metal. I listened to like oh, old man. school Cannibal Corpse. And, you know, I didn't fucking concern myself with the fact that, you know, I think this is something a lot of people care about, which I don't know. People are idiots. But, you know, I didn't really concern myself with the fact that I couldn't understand what they were saying. I thought it just sounded fucking Yeah, cool. man, listen, I, I think it. you and I are on the same wavelength uh, for the most part. Anybody who says, oh, I can't understand what they're saying, and I feel like, you know, I hate saying it because it's such, like, a boom metal thing, but, like, yeah, you know, like, why the fuck does it matter, yeah. dude? It sounds fucking cool, like. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not, like, can you under... Can you translate like the roar of a lion or no, some shit? No, but the roar you of know? a lion sounds <laughs> fucking epic. Yeah, exactly. Like it's fucking cool. There's these ideas that are synonymous with fucking certain sounds and shit, and it's just exactly, fucking cool. Exactly, man. And that kind of you know that kind of goes with boiled and bleached, dude. You, I mean, you kind of sound like a toilet flushing, oh, but who you. fucking cares, man? It sounds cool. 
Yeah, it's just lots of screaming. <laughs> Your vocals are epic, by the way, man. Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I got into like old school, old school Cannibal Corpse, and then I was fucking thirsty for like more yeah. and more extreme music. Uh, you know, I was like, holy shit, this is fucking cool. What else is there? And that was when I got into other bands. Uh, Morbid Angel being one of them. I like Morbid Angel. Uh, not so much anymore. Yeah, I actually I saw them live back at Summer Slaughter 2014. And it's funny because I'm actually, oh, nice. like, I'm not even a Morbid I, uh, Angel fan, but, like, I've seen them live. And, like, you know, I talked to so many of yeah. my metal buddies, and they're like, you saw fucking Morbid live? Dude, what are you talking about? Like, you're so lucky. And I'm like, dude, like, I don't even <laughs> listen to them. Like, <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, um, I broke my leg at a Morbid Angel Jesus. concert, actually. Uh, it was a year or two ago. They were performing with Cannibal Corpse and a few other bands. And I mainly went of to course. see fucking Cannibal Corpse. Uh, and I was listening to Morbid Angel and I was having a good time. And uh, I was like, you know what? I think I'll mosh. And as soon as I went to the mosh, Holy I broke my fucking shit, leg. Dude, I've, you know, I've never sustained <laughs> an injury like that. And you know, what's funny is I say uh, this all the time and people laugh at me, but it's kind of true. I mean, I'm only 22, but I'm in mosh retirement. Uh, okay. No more. Dude, no more. I had my days <laughs> in high school. I had my days a few years ago. I haven't even been to a show since 2018, if I'm being honest with you. And, you know, I feel like some of the listeners will give me flack for that. Like, oh, you need to support the bands, blah, blah, blah. I mean, but, you know, I, I, yeah. if I'm being honest with you, man, I don't really enjoy going to shows as much as most, like, metalheads do. Um, I don't know, man. I just, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm kind of a simpler guy. I have a pretty simple life. Um, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. If yeah. some bands that I really like came through and all this COVID stuff was over, I would go. I mean, there, there's just there's a list of probably about 20 bands that I'd go see. But, uh, you know, I mean, I just the worst injury I've sustained, yeah. man, I broke my nose in the pit once. That sucked. And I've broken Ooh. my nose twice in my life. And both times I said, fuck uh-huh. it, to go into the hospital. And I just had somebody put it right back into place. Ooh. Ooh, that, I don't want to pay I'm the so medical sorry, bills, yeah. man. <laughs> Dude, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, yeah, I was still in high school at the time when I broke my leg. You know, I I only graduated last year, so before that, fucking yeah, I was still. <laughs> I couldn't even imagine time. breaking my leg or <laughs> I didn't, I didn't have to <laughs> or breaking anything, man, because. You know, there's a there's another thing I wanted to get into. Actually, I was really interested when you messaged me that you are getting back into bodybuilding and weightlifting. That's awesome, man. You know, I can't to all the listeners and to you, you're going to hear this tons of times every episode, but can't recommend that enough. Okay, I am big into exercise. I've been doing bodybuilding for six years now. I don't compete or anything. I just do it on my own time. It's become more than a hobby i think my girlfriend thinks it's become an addiction i would agree with her but yeah man i mean how long have you been doing it now 
Uh, since high school, really. Um, yeah, I remember I started playing football in like middle school, but then we would go like lift weights. This is back in eighth grade. We would go and fucking like lift weights, have a good time. And I like, I fucking love lifting weights. I didn't give a shit about any fucking stupid sport. Like I wanted to lift weights. So, um, yeah, then in high school, uh, you know, I started hey. doing powerlifting and shit. And then, yeah, I just worked my way out of high school and just fucking kept I did, uh, I I did powerlifting shit. back in college. Oh, about I was in college for one semester three years ago. I graduated 2017. And oh. I, uh, I really enjoyed powerlifting, man. But, um, you know, I, I, I prefer bodybuilding now the past couple of years. But powerlifting, I feel like, is such, mm. you know, honestly, if, if, I don't know if I'm taking this too far, but it's kind of a life changer, man. Oh, dude, I know exactly what you mean. Like, powerlifting makes you realize you like lifting weights, and that will well, definitely like, change your life. I mean, I don't know if you agree with this, but kind of made me realize how much of a super freak I could be. Uh, Dude, no, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. You're like, holy shit, like, yeah, I'm it's, fucking it's a awesome. Big confidence booster <laughs> and a big self-esteem booster, and like, you know, at, at like for some reason man like you know i had been lifting for maybe two and a half years before that but i didn't realize how strong i could actually become in such a short amount of time and i was like this is fucking yeah. nuts dude dude i know what you mean it's fucking crazy like i remember when i uh like my squat when i could squat over like 300 pounds and shit i was like holy was shit <laughs> you know Shit, it was in the 300 range. Uh, I don't remember. I'd have to like do the calculations. It was like uh, three plates each. Hold on, it was three plates on each side, plates on each side, and then you had the bar. And then, oh, that's 375. How much did you weigh? Oh, shit. Wow, you're uh, at the time, I was like, hey, that bro, that's still good, man. I uh, I'm I'm, I'm sorry, dude. I'm not trying to. I don't want to one up anybody. We're just talking about it. So, but my my squat, I was one eighty five, and I squatted four hundred seven point five. Yeah. Damn. A, uh, that is at one eighty five. I also had crazy. a four fifty deadlift, dude. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude. <laughs> I don't want to talk about my awesome. bench, but <laughs> it was it was two sixty. It was two sixty, but. It was that's kind of shit, dude. I wanted more, yeah. but I mean, like, you know, that's just what I was doing at the time. But you know, the the big reason I was bringing this up is just with fitness in general. And I think you and I, you know, we seem a lot alike, my guy. You know, and I think mm-hmm. metal. This podcast is about heavy music, man. Metal and the gym go hand in hand, dude. Dude, I fucking agree. Like, it is perfect. Like, Literally, man. You know, I oh, every workout, it, it kind of like, I feel like it fluctuates. You know, I listen to a whole bunch of different shit. Like we talked about earlier, you listen to what you like. But, you know, I'd say for like the first, my, yeah. my workouts are about an hour 15, an hour and a half. And I'd say for the first like 30 minutes, mm-hmm. I'm jamming the heaviest goddamn shit possible. 
And I'm just trying to bang everything around in that gym and I'm screaming, throwing shit. And and then probably towards the last hour, you know, I'm a little more dialed in and who, God, man, who was I talking to about this the other Mm day? I was talking to one of my other friends from San Antonio about this, but Oh my God, who was it? Mm. Whatever, it doesn't matter. But I was basically talking about how, like, um, I like to listen to, like, still metal kind of, but, like, something that has a good, like, a really fluid album that kind of flows really well for, like, another 30 or 45 Mm. minutes. So, like, you know, I like a lot of, like, melodic hardcore kind of for, like, the rest of the workout. And because it just kind of flows well and it's got a lot of emotion to it, so... Yeah, I uh, I listen to mainly metal in the gym, but on occasion I listen to oh, okay. uh, like synthwave music, like dark synthwave shit, like a uh, Carpenter Brut, you know, Perturbator or Perturbator, yeah, bro, I, however the I, fuck I mean, you want to pronounce it. I don't it. know if the listeners and know. I don't know artists. any synthwave artists, man, but I know what it is. You know, like uh, you should listen to Carpenter Brut, like straight up. Like, You'll have to send me that after this awesome. because you know I I like to get into a bunch of different shit too. So yeah, but um, all right, all right, all right man, so, go to yeah, the fucking man, the, gym. You know, that's great to hear that you know you play in a death metal band and you also lift weights because I don't know about everybody else, but mm-hmm. if I listen to a fucking band and I find out that they're all jacked and look like the Hulk, that makes me want to listen to them even more. I'm like, geez, these Dude, guys are clanging like, and banging for like two hours a day, and then they're just going rip some riffs, like. Yeah, exactly. Like they're fucking. <laughs> like they're fucking you know, uh, jeez. Oh my god, do you did you ever listen to No Zodiac back in the day? It's like uh, they're like no. a beat down hardcore band. They uh, they broke up, but god uh, damn, their vocalist was fucking huge, dude. Oh, man. Like their drummer that's, was that's massive funny. too, but the um, vocalist was just a whole nother level of jacked. Oh man, um, I might be mixing it up with Hate Breed, but I do know of like a like a beat down band, and I think I might know exactly who you're talking oh, about. He's fucking Harm's Way, insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, Harm's no, Way. That that's guy right. Is- Huge, bro. He does. Uh, he does strictly powerlifting. <laughs> James, I believe, is his name. Have you ever seen them live, uh-huh. bro? He's like so. I'm short no. too, but he's like five eight. He's like my. Uh-huh. But he's he's just like a tank. Oh man! Bro. I'm like, oh my god! And like, it's funny because when they play live, he uh-huh. like has a shirt on, and like it's funny because every every live set you watch of them, he always has his shirt off, but like. He has a shirt on for literally 20 seconds and he just throws it off. It's like part of it in his head. He probably knows (laughs) like I'm a tank dude. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, let me just fucking flex on everybody. Oh, That's funny. But, um, (laughs) yeah, back to the questions here, man, the thing that I'm dying to know. And I think that everybody else that listens to you is dying to know is what what's the future man what are the future mm-hmm. plans for boiled and bleach and not just that do you have any other projects lined up just and if you can't let us know that's fine but if you could let us in on the scoop man what's up 
Ooh. Well, the future of Boiled and Bleach is uh, I'm going to do it. <laughs> you know, I'm going to continue putting out fucking insane music. Uh, I'm actually working on material right now, and I'm, I'm fucking feeling it. I've shown it to some people, and I've gotten some really good responses uh, on it. It's a bit different from the normal material, but the response I've gotten from it so so far is fucking fantastic. Like, you know, they're like, holy shit, this is some <laughs> next level stuff. So, you know, that makes me really happy. Uh, it shows me that I- I'm doing something right. I'm, uh, I'm experimenting a lot with boiled and bleached material. You know, I listened to Scarside oh, a while back by the album. I know, right? Like, it's fucking phenomenal. Um, yeah, I listened to it recently, like, all the way through. Uh, and if you notice, all those songs are very yes, distinct that, from it, one as another. As is with every Leviathan And it made album, me real. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, yeah, it made me realize I could put out a fucking masterpiece without every without. Uh, every song yes. sounding the same. Uh, that means I can bring in like different elements and shit. And that was like a eureka moment for me. I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> holy, like, "Holy shit!" Light bulb came on. So that was when I. Really... <laughs> so, yeah, that was when I realized uh, I'm just gonna have a good time with the material. Um. So, yeah, just a whole lot of experimentation. I've been listening to, well, I've always, yeah. I'm always listening to yes. black metal, but I've been some black it's winter, metal. man. And uh, I've been thinking about, <laughs> you're right, you're right. Um, yeah, so I'm going to bring in some more black metal influence uh, on the next release. Uh, some, a bit more atmospheric stuff in there, but I want, the heavy parts to like hit like you're a literally describing train. like so the I'm... ideal record that I would want to listen to because I fucking <laughs> am obsessed with well, atmospheric black metal like to a whole new level and like you know so mm-hmm. this is no shock to everybody that follows full on reviews but when my top twenty of this year comes out um, and if you haven't listened to this record you need to go listen to it tonight because if you don't, I'll be pissed off. But it's called Caligram. The eye is the first circle. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I gave it a 10 out of 10. That's not a spoiler. If you've read the review, this mm. record is the best black metal record I've ever heard in my life. Like, dude, it's 35 Ooh. minutes of just Ooh, pure insanity. So I'll, dude, I'll go ahead and that's awesome. I'll send you that uh, after this. I'm actually... You know, because you need to fucking hear yeah. it, man. It, it'll give you it. some. I hope it influences you on the influences you on the new boiled and bleach. I'm sure it will because this thing is just a fucking slapper. If it's fucking fantastic, <laughs> it likely will. But um, you know. <laughs> I'm trying to push for more here, man. Is it going to be an EP, a full length? What What do you got cooking? I'm trying real hard to put out a full length. 
uh, at least like six songs. And then, you know, like six songs minimum. Um, if anything after that okay. kind of just be optional for me. So I'm trying real fucking hard. Well, hey, man, and it's hey, not don't easy. Don't got to rush it. But yeah, uh, that's the mentality I'm going in with this one, too. Because like, like I said before, um, you know, Demo <laughs> 3 was rushed. Uh, you know, so that, uh, oh, fuck, that really hurt me. Uh, and so, are you, uh, yeah. you know, for everybody out there and for me too, because I'm curious, are you going to be ever printing physical copies, maybe records, cassettes, CDs? I mean, or is any of that possible? Ooh. Well, good, good news. Um, yes, uh, there, yes. There's going to be physical copies coming out in the future, like sometime awesome. next year. Uh, yeah, I should be working with uh, Teutonic Fury Records uh, on releasing a cassette, which is all the demos. Um, and that'll probably have some like really cool packaging, Hell yeah. maybe a bonus song on it. Uh, and then somewhere in France. All right, so... Uh, this is going to be really obscure, but somewhere in France, there's going to be like five cassettes of an unreleased Boiled and Bleep song that I did with another artist. Um, and he's going to be <laughs> putting those out himself. But it's, it's just going to be five. really underground. So, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> likely what it's going to be. Um, <laughs> yeah. And the dude comes from France. Uh, he's a really cool fucking dude. And uh, we, before I wanted to make Boiled and Bleach more professional, uh, I was, you know, talking to other bands about like yeah. doing splits or collaborations. I even reached out to Dragged into Sunlight uh, in regards to a cl- uh, collaboration. Okay, so said, Dragged in, maybe. I want to say something real quick. <laughs> so if you that, listen to this, Dragged into cool. Sunlight, I'm sorry you asked me to review one of your records. I still haven't fucking done it yet. <laughs> I, I don't know. Oh shit! I, they I'm did. Sure, I'll have to check my messages. I'm pretty. I'm like ninety nine percent sure it was dragged into sunlight. I get, dude. I'm not even kidding. I get like five bands a uh-huh. week messaging me, bro. Review our record, please. And it's like, dude, I already have like three hundred twenty five ready to review. Like, <laughs> eat a chill. Like, yeah. Damn. Wow, man, that would but, be fucking. Uh, that would be cool. Uh, I would be honored if Dragged Into Sunlight like I said, reached I'm 99% out to me. sure, but there's that 1% that maybe it's a band that had a similar name. You know, I don't know. Like I said, I get so many people messaging for yeah. on reviews. But um, another question, do you have any, are you planning on releasing any merch, any shirts, any uh, jackets, anything like that? Uh, I do, as a matter of fact. Uh, that's kind of a slow roll deal but well, it's definitely something that's going to happen in the future especially once live shows come back i'm gonna fucking dude i'm gonna go fucking balls to the wall of that shit uh, i'm not i'm not exaggerating so uh yeah there's definitely going to be merch in the future as a matter of fact oh, i am an artist as well um yeah like i've been drawing all my life and not to brag or no, anything but i'm a pretty want, good bro. artist Care? uh Oh, I've drawn up a few designs uh, that are on my computer right now that may end up as merch in the future. 
but I'm honestly more interested in working with other artists. Um, do you know for, like uh, merch you know designs and Zoe shit from Eleven Twenty Three so, Entertainment? Yep. <laughs> yes, sir. I was actually gonna bring him up earlier that's, when I you think mentioned your friend from San Antonio. That's my He's fucking the guy right there. For man. sure. I love Zoe. What man. About He's you, a cool, cool fucking dude. Too? Yeah. Hunter's my fucking guy. I love Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. Yeah. I haven't met these guys in <laughs> person awesome. because I actually moved to Utah before we got a chance to meet. But I talk to them like once a week. Yeah. Damn. Oh, man, that's funny. Um, Yo, yeah, they're Hunter's playing the show in Austin on the 18th, man. Yeah. Oh, man. So that's going to be pretty cool. Um. I'm really looking forward to that. I may be mixing and mastering Incisor? Uh, with them in the near future. You know, hopefully Fuck, I man. Dude, when, yeah. When Incisor. they play their, uh, their live stream practices, I'm like, I need to get a fucking earful of this on record or something. Oh, yeah. I've talked to him in the past about it, and uh, it's kind of up in the air right now, but I really hope it happens uh, because I fucking love Hunter. You know, I love the guys. Uh, yeah, especially Hunter and so I remember after the show I did with them, we we went into fucking fucking Waterburger and that, that's awesome. I could music. talk about music <laughs> pretty good endlessly with those guys, man. I'd, I'd say they're some of the few metal friends I have, and now obviously you. I mean, I'd, I'd say we're friends at this point, man. You know, it's, it's been, yeah. But yeah, I it's like they're too. they're cool dudes, man. I think. You know, I really, really hope for them that 1123 starts to kick off and become a bigger company or promotion, whatever it is, than it is right now. You know, they're just, they're doing some cool work. Zoe is a hell of a digital artist and, you know, they both make really good music and they're just, they're just solid dudes, man. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, they definitely deserve, uh, like, all the praise they get and shit. I love them. Uh, some radical dudes. Yes, I Anybody agree. Actually, uh, spoiler alert, everybody. I'm having them on probably next. So. Ooh, I don't know if ooh, I'm doing I both love, of them or I'm just one of them or whatever. I don't know. We haven't planned it out. We didn't even plan this fucking episode out, dude. But it's actually going better than I thought. So, <laughs> Dude, I, oh my gosh. I'm so happy. Yeah, no fucking man. That's what I'm scared issues. of, dude. Hunter has, like, Whole some straight shit. fucking Mexico connection at his house. I don't know what it is, man, but we did a live stream on full-on <laughs> one time, and I was like, Jesus, man, what is going on? By your router at Randall's or something? Like, oh, man. Dude, I live <laughs> out in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding. And I was so worried my internet was going to, like, fucking... Not work because I've had it happen in the past. Like, uh, you know, I'll be trying to fucking play games with my friends and I'll fucking like just drop. Yeah, I remember a while back when uh, Modern Warfare was having those connection issues. I was trying to play with uh, one of my bros and fucking we couldn't play a game. And then lately, oh, fuck you, man. uh, No, I play PlayStation and PC, (laughs) you know. (laughs) So. Yeah, I'm probably going to get an Xbox, though, like an Xbox Series uh, S or whatever, because Warhammer 40K Darktide is coming out on it, 
And I just fucking play. I really want to play that game, <laughs> or I'll upgrade my PC. But um, so yeah, that's uh, so yeah. back to the music where <laughs> we kind of stray off. What I guess that's the point of a podcast, man. We're just chilling. We're just talking. I'm sure that's yeah. gonna <laughs> be what makes everybody want to listen to this, yeah, anyways. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, yeah. boiled and bleach. You make some fucking sick music. You know, literally, it's sick. It's disgusting. It's gruesome. Whatever you want to call it, it's heavy. Everybody, go mm-hmm. check it out. Thank okay, boiledandbleach.bandcamp.com. Thank you. Um, you heard him, everybody. He's got future plans. Maybe a full length coming out in the near future. Um, check out this guy's demos. Oh, if he comes yeah. out with merch or anything else, you better fucking buy it, or I'm gonna come find you. Cause this guy works hard. Yeah. And um yeah, is there uh anything else you want to plug? Um, well, oh <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. Whatever, like man. too much. Um I know Well, I know earlier you asked me uh, if there was any like other bands I was a part of. Um and that was something I did want to bring up uh, or at least talk about at least to some degree. So, for one, <laughs> I'm in too many other bands. Uh but I'm. Who? Uh, have you listened to Moldyon? Yeah, no. I, Moldyon. I I'll take that as a no. <laughs> no. Um, that's going live, and I'll be doing the drumming for oh, that. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward Who? to that. Uh, what about Cinera? No. Cinera. <laughs> no. Fuck. All right. We made it to like the number one oh, bestseller spot in Bandcamp at one point. Okay. <laughs> so uh yeah um recently put out a bunch of vinyl and cassettes and cds for that um kelly the other member of Cinera, he does everything um but i'm also a live member of that band and that's going to be coming in the future uh we oh. put out like 999 vinyls uh, vinyl all, records man. most of them sold i said uh, that's awesome and so, and so forth Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so definitely keep an eye out for that. Um, uh, check out my studio, Blood Boiler Studio. Uh, if you need mixing and mastering, hey. I'm extremely desperate for work, and I love and I love mixing and mastering music. So uh, do not hesitate me. Like hey, chances are, guy. I likely will mix and master for you. Unless I don't like it. So, yeah. <laughs> so, that's that. Um, there's a bunch of new, more news coming up in regards to my studio. Uh, so, keep an eye out for that. Uh, I would like to thank Brian of Full On Reviews you know, th- uh, for having me on here for the first episode. So, that was really nice. I'm hey, man, honored. I appreciate that. You know, I'm, I'm uh, honored to have you on, too. And, um, <laughs> You know, I guess I could, you know, it's my own podcast, but whatever. This is the first episode. I'll plug that. So go follow my review page, Full On Reviews. For the most part, it's daily reviews. I've been kind of lacking lately because life gets busy. But um, it's pretty much just heavy music, whatever genre, you know, everything under the sun and heavy music. Sometimes a country review slips in there, maybe about two or three a year. And um, 
follow the Instagram page for this at full on pod. That will be started up tonight, right after this episode. And, you know, hopefully this episode after I edit it should be up in the near future. This, uh, hopefully I get on Spotify and everything. And yeah, um, seriously, man, it was fucking awesome having you on, dude. I, I love your music. You know, after this found out you're a pretty cool dude and, you know, I hope to see a, a lot from you in the future. And, you know, like this man just said, uh, go listen to Boiled and Bleach, boiledandbleach.bandcamp.com, um, Blood Boiler Studios. If you need any mixing and mastering done, this is your guy. And, yeah, man, I can't wait um, to get into your other projects and really dive into that. And hopefully I could support everything you do, man. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Oh, yeah. Well, I think well, that's thanks. it. Uh, have a good week, everybody. Right. Hopefully I get this uploaded soon and look out for episode two in the near future because I'm going to start banging these fuckers out. So, oh, one last thing. So I'm going to try and do this with every podcast. If you could recommend one record to the audience right now to go listen to, what would it be? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> okay. One record. Ooh, that's a really hard one because I've listened to a lot of music. Um, I can, you know, the first one that comes to mind, and this is one of my all-time, actually, I'd say this is is my all-time favorite record, is uh, Storm of the Lights Bane by Dissection. <laughs> I fucking <laughs> love that album. <laughs> uh, like, dude, it is phenomenal. Uh, so yeah, there's one, yeah, one record I could recommend is Storm of the Lights Bane. Now, with that being said, if there's one record that isn't big that I recommend you listen to, uh, <laughs> that's kind of a hard one too. Uh, ooh, mm, Boiled and Bleach Demo Three. <laughs> I'd say Boiled and Bleach Demo Three. Yeah, uh, check that out. Uh, listen Flesh, to Flesh Megalith. There you go. By who? Uh, recently put out. Okay. <laughs> by Flesh Megalith. Yeah. I've been listening to that recently. Uh, it's by the dude who does the Project Barrier. And Barrier is fucking fantastic. Uh, I'd recommend awesome. you check that out. And if so, I could Flesh recommend Megalith. my record to everybody right now, what I've been jamming pretty hard lately would be Calligram, The Eye is the First Circle. Going to make my top three this year. And you need to go check that out, too. Uh, awesome yeah, send me well that uh, yeah i think that's it man um see you later everybody see you on episode two all right